All right, what's going on, everybody? Good afternoon. Cheers. 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 Is that my aunt checking this out? Now I'm going to be shy. God damn it. Turn this off. There's my Sam Adams, Jacko. It's a great, great day. What do we got going on? I got a little Jacko Sam Adams beer. That's the beer that uh, Bill Burr. My uh, my friend Bill Burr, who crushed it on Saturday Night Live, was making fun of. But if you've been checking out these uh, live streams from time to time, you know that's my go-to beer this fall. It's nice, although it's a little on the sweet side. It's like uh, it's like drinking pumpkin pie. Uh, the puppy is down below on the on the deck below me. It's uh, actually getting cold. It's really cold up here. I just want to have a call, Anthony. Go fuck your mother, you jackass. Sorry to my aunt out there. Um, anyway, uh, my puppy is doing well. He's been shitting all over the place because um, it's a bit problematic to have a puppy at the beach when it's fucking rain. Ooh, that gave me some stars. All right, if I say fuck Anthony some more, maybe I'll get some stars. Get the stars flowing in to keep the podcast free. So uh, having a puppy... At the ocean and uh, with it raining a lot, that sand is no fucking bueno. And so he was in the house for the last two days as this rain just, it was unbelievable. I mean, like I said, you guys probably saw this yourself. So this thing was just shitting everywhere and we couldn't be mad at it because, you know, you you can't walk a, a dog on the beach while it's raining. So finally... The rain stopped about an hour ago, maybe an hour and a half ago. I said, you know what? I'm going to take the dog for a nice long walk on the street. And he was chasing deer, uh, which you can kind of see on my Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, Opie Radio. Sorry for the cheap plug. And then, uh, you know, we, we went for such a long walk that all of a sudden he stopped. And I figured he was peeing. So I was letting him uh, be. And I, I let the leash out nice and long for him, give him a little privacy. And I'm like, wow, he's taking a goddamn long time here. I wonder what he's doing. So I walked back to five feet to see what he was doing, and he was eating. Uh, he was eating green poop. That I I don't know what animal pooped it out, but he was gobbling it up like it was uh, clams on the half shell. And then I uh, I I have a strong stomach for that stuff. I'm the person in my family when the kids puke or the dog pukes or the dog has diarrhea and he's. Uh, you know, um, fucking up sheets or couches or whatnot. I'm the guy that gets in there barehanded and I wash it. I wash it with my bare hands. So I got a strong stomach for this stuff. But, um, yeah, watching him gobble down green poop, uh, that was a little rough. That was a little fucking rough. And I started gagging. So uh, besides that, the, the dog's doing well. You think it's deer shit? I know deer shit because we have a lot of deer out here. The deer, oh, 50 stars for that lovely story. Thank you. Um, I don't know if it was deer shit, man. They they look kind of like uh, green, uh, a little smaller than like grapes, but a lot of them. And uh, it, it was fucking disgusting, to be completely honest with you. I got to, uh, I got, honestly, I got to help uh, cook some dinner in a little bit. I'm, I don't even know if I'll have it. I'll probably have a second beer today if you need to know. Because we're watching that um, Comedy Store documentary series on Showtime. And we're going to watch the second episode tonight. I can't fucking wait. If you guys haven't checked this out yet, please do. I think you're going to love it. And you're going to know a lot of the people if you were fans of the Opie and Anthony show. Especially. 
Lightweight? You son of a bitch. Where do you live? I'll fucking punch you in the nose. Calling me a lightweight. What you cooking? I'm going to be cooking some, um, I'm, I'm cooking a chicken, a whole chicken. And I do the white meat. Carl used to say, you're fucking out of your mind with the white meat. He thinks the dark meat on the chicken is way better. The thighs, especially, I believe. Oh, yeah, a cabal guy. That's right, you're from Canada. Happy Thanksgiving. Just so weird. Why don't you fucking celebrate Thanksgiving like the rest of us? Who celebrates Thanksgiving before Halloween? That's just dumb. Just follow our history. It makes more sense. Clean any dog diarrhea today. I already told the today's dog story. Every day there's another dog story. Oh, and because he had diarrhea a few, uh, what was that, about a week ago at this point, for you guys that, you know, watch these in the morning, um, he had a really fucking crusty asshole. And once again, my wife's like, no fucking way. And I'm like, no problem for the kid. Give me some paper towels. And I got in there and I'm just washing his asshole and washing it and washing it and getting rid of the yellow slash kind of almost lime green uh, diarrhea that was all over his asshole fur. No problem for the fucking kid. I was just uh, reading an article on on cow hugging. Has anyone else seen this damn thing on cow hugging yet? So I guess it's uh, some of that therapy. You know, if you're easily triggered, you know, you got the therapy dogs. What are some of the other new trends? Uh, uh, the sound baths. I'm not going to lie to you, I've done a sound bath or two. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's uh, bowl music. I don't know how to explain it. It's really hippy-dippy, but basically they, they play the bowl. So I've done the sound bath thing for therapy. Another one of these therapy things is goat yoga, which is the stupidest thing ever. But I guess you do it just to tell people you did it. It's like a yoga class, and when you're on, like, all fours, wow, there are definite dolphins out there. Okay, all righty then. Um, and then during the yoga class, they let all these, like, baby fucking goats go, and then they just kind of climb on your back. Although I, I bet you you're spending half the class just uh, having an instructor try to put a goat on your stupid back so you could get your money's worth and... So you're not a Karen bitching like, hey, I went to a, a goat yoga class and the goats weren't climbing on me. I want my goddamn money back. I'm so glad that the, the name Karen's getting a lot of attention because I always hated that fucking name. Not a fan of uh, the name Karen. So anyway, they got the goat yoga, which is kind of just stupid. Especially for people that just do yoga. You don't need all those bells and whistles to get um, something out of a good yoga class. Lisa Connor. Oh, let's do Karen. Karen. I ripped you off, Brian Bernard. That was, uh, I think that was clever. I think you were doing an ohm Karen thing. Um, but you don't need stupid goats uh, crawling all over you and standing on your dumb back get a haircut and a real job i've never had a real job know what's weird about my hair my fucking hair grew back after i left um the opie and anthony show 
uh, the stress was getting the best of me. My God. And someone said, you know, uh, you're... Your thinning of uh, your hair is actually associated with stress. So I'm convinced if you, uh, you know, uh, get rid of a lot of the stress in your life, your hair will actually fucking grow back. Yeah, that guy said get a haircut and a real job. I've never had a real job. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm one of those lucky uh, people. And I thank my dad every single day for setting me down this, this road. He never wanted an office job didn't work out for him as, as it did for me to be completely honest with you he was uh he was an entrepreneur he would have done great on shark tank he was always coming up with something new and different that would bring some money in it wasn't stable enough for my mom my mom really needed a real goddamn paycheck coming in on a regular basis my dad was willy-nilly like ah, i'll hit eventually so we always went from having absolutely no money to to you know a lot of money that wouldn't last that long and then we'd go right back to having no money it was uh it was a crazy way to to uh be brought up but with that said he looked at me very uh very early on and, and said look uh, find something you really really enjoy because you're going to do it for a very very long time and he was basically saying i i don't need you in a cubicle i don't need you with a, a real job but make sure you find something you really really enjoy work really really hard at it and uh, that's my gift to you. And uh, to this day, I get on my knees and thank my dad. So with that said, I never had a real job. Never had a real job. I was, uh, let's see, I was a caddy. No, I started with a paper route and went, this is stupid. Delivering the dumb paper every fucking day when I could go to the golf course and in one afternoon make just as much money as uh, delivering papers for a week. And then I worked in a, a video store, and then I was attempt to hire. And one of the jobs when I was attempt to hire, I had to wash dishes at the Walt Whitman Mall when they used to have a restaurant. And my boss, my boss for that gig, short-term gig, was uh, oh boy, I don't know, I don't know what you're allowed to say in the year 2020. He was a bit on the slow side. He was my boss. And I'm not going to lie to you, uh, when they said, this is your boss for the day, I basically uh, couldn't help myself. And I said, you're kidding. And the guy looked at me very seriously and said, I'm not kidding. Do what he says. So uh, so I ended up uh, licking pennies all day long. And, uh, you know, I got, I got paid. <laughs> That's too much. That's too much in the year 2020. No, the experience was wonderful. And uh, I, I bow to this restaurant at the Walt Women Mall for having the balls to, uh, you know, give someone else a chance to be the boss. How about that? Hold on, someone, uh, back to the comments. I love when your mom called the church and asked them to help because they told her to have all those goddamn kids, not those kids. True story. My mom wasn't a fan of having uh, seven, eight, nine kids, that's for sure, and openly uh, said that. Kind of pointed at some of my younger siblings, basically saying, yeah, you're only here because of God, because God is basically telling us to have all these goddamn kids. And she famously did call the church, and I listened in on that conversation, and she got the priest on the phone, and she was saying, 
you know, you you told me to have all these goddamn kids. Well, I need some goddamn help. And I think they gave us like free winter coats or something. That's what the church did, which uh, we were very appreciative as, as as the priest was driving around in a brand new Lincoln. But they did right by us. <laughs> yeah, so then I had some odd jobs in college. I washed dishes in um, college. And my fuck, fucking friends would, uh, you know, set the trays on fire because they were on a conveyor belt that went behind that rubber. And uh, we would have a good laugh. There was always a panicky Pete, but the rest of us were, like, laughing our asses off. And then we took that stupid fucking hosey thing and just, you know, put out the goddamn fire. And then, um, what else? And then, um, yeah, then I, uh, then I found radio, which I was convinced I was going to do when I was very, very young. It was an escape for the, uh, the kid. When you grow up in a house with a lot of turmoil, you spend a lot of time either in your room or outside the house that's why I got good at basketball because I decided to stay outside the house and I practiced my which would now be known as a three-point shot for four to six hours a day and then the rest of the time I'd be in my room and I would escape listening to like radio so I fell in love with the radio thing at a very young age and it worked out for me so I thanked my dad So to that guy saying, get a haircut and get a real job, well, that ain't happening, my friend. Why start now? How far west of uh, Montauk are you, Ope? Brian Parnas? Um, not, not, Not too far west. Let's just put it that way. We got our eye, uh, we got our eyes on some more, uh, some more houses as we try to uh, get the last house on Long Island. Oh, you think that's a stupid goal, but guess what? My great uncle, he lived in the last house on Long Island on the North Shore. That is a fact, Jack. It was awesome. It was, uh, what is it it over there? Orient Point? He literally had the last house. So it's in my blood, it's in my family to, to try to get the last house. On Long Island. He did it for the North Fork. My attempt is going to be the last house on the South Fork. I don't even know if it's a good house. I have no idea. Maybe I'll knock on the door and say, yo, I need your house. I need to be the last house on Long Island. Uh, Let's see. What else is going on? Uh, Trump is out there doing his thing, wanting to kiss and hug everybody to prove that the coronavirus is no big deal. That's good, right? Actually, uh, we've taken a little uh, break from the Trumper, and it feels kind of good. I mean, thank God, because uh, I found that Comedy Store documentary series on Showtime. That was a place where comedians out there on the West Coast in L.A. would uh, work on their shit. And they talk about the strike. There was a strike back in the day, uh, which really tore the whole uh, comedy community apart. They were all really close in a family, and, and uh, a bunch of them felt like they really needed to get paid. And uh, Mitzi, who owned the, the comedy store, her thought was, look, this is a work, uh, a showcase. You, you know, it's a place where you could go and work on your stuff, and then you could go on to real Hollywood shit and star in, uh, you know, sitcoms and all sorts of other things. 
So they had a big uh, a big strike out there. And then one of the guys who did strike, I guess his uh, his set wasn't good enough. So after the strike was over, he uh, couldn't get any more spots, they're called, at the comedy store. So he famously went to the top of uh, the Hyatt Hotel, which is right next door to the comedy the comedy store. Right next door to the comedy store. Okay, I'll go with that. And he jumped, and he killed himself. And his goal was to land right in front of the comedy store. But that's a big jump. It's uh, pretty much impossible, but the thought was he wanted to like uh, have his body just uh, come crashing down right in front of the comedy store. Uh, his friends basically said that, um, I think Richard Lewis was a, a good friend of the guy, and basically said, look, you know, yeah, uh, he was in a bad spot, but he had mental issues. He didn't, like, kill himself because he wasn't getting spots at the comedy store, but that certainly pushed him over the edge. LOL. Chris Aspiden. Aspiden. That SPD combo is rough. That's rough, Chris. Come on. That's almost as bad as trying to uh, pronounce a Russian uh, NHL player. Uh, Paulie Shore's mom owned that place. I think he owns it now, I guess. I guess the siblings own it, I would assume. Paulie's a weird fucking dude. I remember he was eating his balls at NEW when he came in. And then um, he was looking at me and Anthony basically uh, with the with this fear in his eyes, basically saying, help me, guys. Because a radio host certainly could help somebody that's having a, a bad, um, you know, a bad set on the radio. And uh, we decided to let him eat his balls because we didn't like him. He came across very cocky. Then I met him a couple more times over the years, and he was he was he was just all right. I don't have issues with Paulie Shore. He was just all right. Uh, how's the puppy? The puppy's doing well. Puppy's doing good. Uh, while I was doing a podcast with Jackie the Joke Man, they uh, the rest of the family was giving him a bath, a shower. Because, man, does he smell. I think he smells because when I take him for walks in the morning, all of a sudden uh, he'll stop and start rubbing his entire body all over the sand. And I'm like, oh, that's such a cute thing. Look at the puppy just enjoying the sand and rubbing and blah, blah, blah. Maybe it's a bit itchy. Oh, yeah. And um, and then it turns out uh, the only reason he's rubbing his whole body on the sand is because he found some kind of dead fucking animal. And uh, he loves the smell of death, so he uh, he rubs his entire body on the dead seagull. And fast forward, after doing this a few times, he smells terrible. And I and I, I I'm mad at you guys for not warning me. I mean, I haven't had a dog since I was like I don't know, like 20, 18 years old before I I left for college, when I was li- living in the house of horror where where dogs were getting hit uh, in the middle of the road because we lived on 25A out there in uh, Huntington. Um, but I don't I don't know. I don't know this dog shit. Uh, hey, Andrea, my mom has a golden doodle, and he loves to eat shells off the beach. Oh, God, this thing will eat anything. Um, I don't know, man. This, this dog is, like, uh, uh, more a wolf than not, I think. But uh, he's doing good. He's doing very good. I was doing a lot of fishing today because the fall run has begun. I didn't catch anything, but I was out there because it was a beautiful day. And I moved my pole up a bit thinking, oh, I'll just get my fishing pole after I talk to Jackie. 
I was done with the podcast. I'm very, very happy how it turned out. And then I looked toward the ocean from my house, and there's no goddamn fishing pole. So I called a red alert. In my house, every once in a while, we'll call a red alert. And uh, that meant everyone was on guard. We ran down to the, uh, you know, to the ocean. And I saw my bait, which I keep in a Tupperware, just floating. And uh, the goddamn ocean took my fishing rod. Fuck! I'm not happy about that. I'm just glad it's not the voodoo rod. I got a custom uh, fishing rod. This isn't a... Uh, this isn't a real plug. I don't get paid for this, but uh, the Voodoo Rod people are so good at what they do, and they gave me a custom rod. Thank God it wasn't that rod. Thank God. What's up, Carol? How are you? Good old Carol survived her second hurricane in, uh, where are you, Lake uh, Lake Charles down there in uh, Louisiana? She had the second fucking uh, hurricane hit her right in the taint. She survived two fucking hurricanes in the last uh, two weeks. So let's all bow to Carol, pretty plus more, and uh, wish her the best. There, she's waving. Hi, that's me. (laughs) I was living out of a a trailer for a little while. Uh, She's got some stories to tell, my God. But she survived. She is a beast. Hey, Wayne Boo Atkins, how are you, man? Opie out playing with his rod, Cody Zone says. Cody Zone with the top fan uh, status. Nice. Hey, John from uh, Virginia. I'm, I'm so glad you figured out the Facebook. See, I pay attention to what's going on in your life, my friend. Uh, I hope you're having, uh, you know, I hope you're having a beer as you check out this uh, this sunset. And I hope I have enough battery power uh, to watch this damn thing hit the water. What's up, Sheila? How are you? Yeah, Burr crushed it. Of course Burr crushed it. People are so fucking mad at Bill Burr and his set uh, on Saturday Night Live. He uh, he shoved it right up the asshole of uh, cancel culture, that's for sure. His whole take on um, uh, uh, Black History Month, you know, where we give the black people the month of February, the worst month of the year, where, where the sun is barely up in the sky and it's always cloudy and just disgusting out and it's a short month. I mean, his take it was fucking brilliant on that goddamn thing. Uh, Aaron Donnelly. Burr was so on point with that. Absolutely. Kevin Daniels. Fuck the haters. Where are the haters? We got our own crew. We got our own goddamn crew. Look at all these people. I know all of them. Eton. Burke. I know you. From the from the Facebook Live. So. <laughs> I got... <laughs> I got this great spot, right? And I really wanted to show you guys this uh, sunset tonight. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm talking really loud because uh, I am recording just in case something happens here and I can put it on the podcast, Opie Radio. There's a car to my left. They are so fucking pissed off. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, and now I got the hiccups. Uh, anyway, uh, but there's your there's your sunset. There's your... There's your moment of zen. Wayne Fisher, what's going on? Sunset, boo. Why would you say boo? Why the fuck would you say boo to that? You don't like air, my friend. Aaron Gosser, that's a great uh, view, dude. Well, I'm sharing it with you. I I jumped in my car to share this with you because I knew it was going to be a damn good one, man. This is a good spot to check it out. And, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's a couple to my left I can't. I'm trying to turn all the way around because I angled the car in such in such a way. Her uh, her foot was out the passenger window, 
And now there's no foot. I can't tell if they're making out or not. But I'm kind of ruining their moment by babbling. What's up, Paul Yates? Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm really bummed about my fishing rod. I can't fucking believe it. It's a rookie mistake. I knew the tide was coming up. And I moved my pole up, uh, up uh, a bit. And I'm thinking, ah, it'll be okay. I'll talk to Jackie for a half hour. And because we were having so much fun and we talked for, I think it was almost an hour and a half, that was the difference. And the goddamn tide took my fishing rod. So loft your goddamn heads off on that one. That's crazy, man. Fuck, Baba Booey. Someone just wants, Chuck Ostrom wants to just say Baba Booey. What is that? What is supposed to happen with the Baba Booey, by the way? Is that still a thing? I mean, if I'm talking to Jackie the Joke Man and we're friends, like that whole Baba Booey thing is just kind of stupid. Oh, look at this guy. He's uh, He loves his sunset. Oh, my. Oh, oh, my. Let's take a little, uh, a little picture of the sunset so we can post it on his Facebook. Fuck Howard. Cody Zone says. <laughs> Hang out six hours and your poll will come back. You know what? I'm kind of hoping it does. I'm not going to lie to you, it's an older rod, but it's uh, well-worn in, so I always uh, I always pick that rod over all the other ones I got. I got about four or five of them, um, so I'm really, really bummed I lost it. And I had two of uh, those rods, and the other one, someone just fucking stole. They were walking the beach one day and said, oh, look at this, and just took my rod. They're, they're nothing special. People are always asking me, uh, what kind of rod do you use? What kind of rigs do you use? And uh, it's it's never anything special. It's middle-of-the-road crap. I don't think you really need a lot of bells and whistles on your on your fishing rod, especially uh, if you're surf casting. This guy is getting a nice, uh, he's checking out his, uh, his picture. Yeah. It's about to go down. We got about another, uh, I, I would say, another two minutes. And the sun is gone. This day is over. Yeah, maybe I should just shut up. All right, let's just enjoy. Okay, I'm going to shut up now. All right. That's right. Shave them balls. You got that right. Shave them balls. Okay, I'll be quiet now as we watch the sun. It's going to be officially down in about uh, another minute or two. But don't forget to shave your balls with Manscaped.com. Promo code OP. O-P-I-E for 20% off and free shipping. I personally don't shave at all because I think that's fucking weird. But I keep it all nice. Okay, I'll be quiet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll be quiet. Shaves the balls nice though. No nicks. No blood. And takes care of all that hair that is starting to move down the your leg that's ending up in all the crevices. Okay, okay, all right, I'll be quiet now, sorry. This is your moment of zen, I understand. Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Stacker too, how old are you? I told the story of Tim Sabian, right? The sun's uh, officially down. We could talk again. So Tim Sabian, um, mind your fucking business, okay? I'm fucking broadcasting. Mind your fucking business, you hear me? Move along. Mind your fucking business. We're all checking out the sunset. We don't have to acknowledge everybody. Looking at me. Side eye. Anyway, Tim Sabian, uh, back at WNEW when we were just crushing it. He uh, he had a... Oh, my God. A little, 
little, little too teethy with the smile there, sir. Oh boy, a little too teethy. That is a weird fucking smile. Let me try to. I don't think you could see his teeth. It was all upper teeth. Who smiles like that? What are you doing, sir? There's another guy over here. What the fuck? What the fuck? I thought we'd be alone. This this guy's taking selfies. This guy's trying to put a finger in. And uh I'm not creeping, Mary Smith. What's wrong with you? They're invading my space. You're all invading my space. Look at these guys. You're invading my space. This is my space. You're invading my space. Anyway, um, it wasn't that nasty. Look at this. Hey, let's get a selfie. Anyway, um, oh, now I got a whisper. Um, so Tim Sabian, <laughs> uh, Stacker 2 reminded me of this story. So Tim Sabian, me and Anthony are crushing it at WNEW. And Tim Sabian had some, one of his friends down in Philly that wanted to advertise on our show because we were crushing it. And he had a new product. God, I wish he went on Shark Tank just to see their faces. His product and the guy swore and he had hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend. And I honestly don't know. And a lot of you guys know uh, the Opie and Anthony show way more than I do at this point. So maybe you could fill in the blank. But this guy's product made your cum taste good and he wanted to advertise on me and anthony's show <laughs> I, I i do believe like the big bosses were like tim are you out of your fucking mind and i forgot i think it i think it made it taste like green apple or even the flavor was what a weird flavor to choose if you're gonna make your cum taste good but this guy swore that his product worked and he wanted to advertise on uh on our goddamn radio show at the time uh, I, I don't really understand why people are, uh, they come on my live stream just to hate. It's really very, very strange. It, it, it seems like enough people enjoy what I do. But what are you going to do? That's more about them than me, right? But anyway, so Tim's uh, friend had the few hundred thousand dollars and he wanted to advertise on our show with his new product that makes your cum taste good. Yes, yeah, stupid trolls, Brian Bernard. Absolutely. The sad part is they come from um, from from Anthony's camp, which I find incredibly pathetic. Considering what we accomplished in our twenty years together, you know, we uh, we we obviously didn't get along. At this point, I don't think I could even consider Anthony ever a friend of mine. But the fact remains, we uh, we accomplished a lot. We were almost bigger than Howard Stern. We were right there for a while. And I get most of my hate from his fucking camp. And I, I honestly got to be completely honest here. It, I find that incredibly fucking pathetic. I really, really find that fucking pathetic. Because if it wasn't for him uh, encouraging, uh, hating me, I wouldn't really have that much hate. Even the Howard Stern uh, fans, for the most part, leave me alone. I'm sure there's a few stragglers. But I can honestly say most of my hate comes from uh, from his camp. Which just think about how stupid that fucking that fucking is, and it's and, and it's a dumb dumb business move too, if you think about it. So stupid, it's bad fucking business. Thank you, uh, Borgata Ray. I will continue doing my thing because I I enjoy it. All right, guys, I gotta go. Um, and we'll do this tomorrow. You you have a, a very, very uh, good night, okay? 
All right, guys. Peace. Bye-bye, son. See you tomorrow. Boo 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 bo